watching 646 and I'm Chucky. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, I haven't done it that way before. <laughs> well, it was the first time for almost everything. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that you brought in a legit bride of Chucky. It's the bride. Doll. It's Halloween, man. It's yeah, October. It is. Uh, we're here with Keith Danger White Duck, and we just finished listening to your record. What? Well, actually, Danger's my middle name. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and he's now one of the few who's heard the Enter Keith White Duck album before it's released. Yeah. It's really good, man. Really good. I'm very, very impressed with it. Um, it's, it's got some serious heavy political points and then it's also hysterically funny and just the playing on it's top notch like like you you're a wicked player and you're a really good lyricist too and everybody else involved in it is also you know like a killer musician so it's shout out to weber brothers productions who i recorded it with and oh weber brothers weber brothers (laughs) weber brothers Already the best show we've ever done here. (laughs) Got Sam Weber, you got Ryan Weber. You can't beat that. No, no, you can't at all. And uh, was it recorded also with James McKenty? Yeah, in Record Time Studio. Yep. Same place that Emily Burgess recorded her second album. Yeah, that's right. Never Ending Fling uh, online now. And you can also get physical copies now as well. And uh, the music video Black and Blue is also online. So. Oh, that's that's tight, man. Yeah. Sorry, I just figured I'd. Oh no, it's that. good. I enjoy that too, man. Like, um, your shot in the video. Right. That yeah. wasn't here, right? That it wasn't right here on that right very on microphone this, on this goofy ass microphone. All right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was. It was Want to do a little uh, reenactment of the sh- video? Sure. Uh, what was it? It was like something like that. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, lip syncing to the lyrics. Um, and then uh, I I forgot a chunk of the lyric because I. Uh, I don't sing in that tune at all. So <laughs> a chunk. Which chunk did you forget, or do you um, still you still don't know? Uh, <laughs> I'd have to rewatch it. But there's a part where you can see my mouth isn't quite lined up properly. Verse or chorus? It, chorus. Oh, was it the one that had the two at the extra lines at the end? Uh, it might have been. It's when I like I like throw the mic, and then I pull it back. So I'm like, oh yeah, there's more. <laughs> and I forgot that that was the happen. last chorus and before the solo. Um, it might have. I think it's in the first chorus actually that I did that. Oh, okay. Like a like a dope because I wasn't really thinking. I didn't know that I was going to be in the video because I didn't play on the track. So, but it was very nice of them to put me in despite having like zero part to do. Well, with you are an Embry though. I uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So it was, but I mean still the you know. For those of you who don't know, Emily Burgess and the Emberies. So little. Yeah. Little. Thanks, man. That's because the second album, this is officially the Emberies with. Yes, that's right. Yeah. The first one was uh, Emily Burgess, um, uh, Are We In Love? And then, oh, it's right there. And then, yeah. Mm. Ba, ba, ba. Are we on 646? Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. You should come here all the time. <laughs> maybe maybe I am. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just not going to leave. <laughs> Baby, we got a new roommate. Uh, <laughs> um. No, it was it was awesome. You got here uh, fairly early, and you you let me listen to the record. And it, man, it is so good. It is so good. I'm I'm really really impressed. 
And uh, I, Thanks, I, mean, I, I assumed it was going to be good because I, I respect the hell out of the opinions of, of the Weber brothers and of Emily and Marcus, and they were talking it up in a big way. And so I, I assumed it was going to be good, but that's shockingly good. So it's awesome. You can shred the shit out of a piano, sir. And, and you're a good guitar player. I don't know. Everything. Everything. I'm just going to blow your Thanks. Ego. Well, you know, like I said, though, to help Weber Brothers Productions. Yeah. And, yeah, they got the experience and, you know, all those albums they made. Yeah. I think it was like 12, 13. Yeah. Something like that. I think it's, yeah. I think it's 13. Might be more than that. It's hard to say. Yeah. It really helped out, though. Like, I knew that's the way I wanted to go with them. I seen the Facebook posts. What was it? I think it was in the summer, June or something like that. Maybe May. Weber Brothers Productions was official on Facebook. Yep. I think they have been doing stuff like that way before that. Yep. But it was officially announced, and I was actually thinking about possibly a studio in Montreal at the time. And then I seen that, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Good choice. And uh, are you're like now living in Peterborough, right? Yes. Yeah. You moved here pretty recently too, right? Month, month and a half ago. Right on. Have been kind of back and forth, though, from Quebec, so. Sure, yeah. It doesn't feel like, it's not actually a whole month I've been here yet. Right, It feels okay. like. Okay. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah cause, and you were you were just back in Montreal to pick up uh, some artwork for the record, right? Yep, I have the art for the album now. Nice. It's which great work, I dude. will reveal later, at a later date. Cool. Uh, is it cool to say who the artist is? Yeah, John Tenasco. John Tenasco. Tenacity. Another Anishinaabe from back home, oh, uh, Kitagon Zibi. Oh, nice. Reserve. Cool. It's beautiful work. It looks really good. looks really, really good. So for for when it's finally released. You saw the picture. Yeah. The, the painting, though, in person, you know, it's it's very, oh, it's so tight. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to get the graphic designer to put, because uh, the title of the album isn't on there, so I'm going to get him to do that. Okay. Maybe some other little things, but it's pretty much all there. Cool. Very cool. Uh, we could we could talk about the album too, and you know spoilers. I mean, we could talk about the lyrics and all that stuff, but you know, to hear it is the actual spoiler, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much, other than like, I just I love like you're you're kind of like a genius. I think. Uh, I'm practicing, working at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, because it's, it's it's incredibly thoughtful, and you can go from making. Like, or at least when I was listening to it, there were moments where I was like, oh, holy shit. Oh, know, off the like bat, the first track is Nishinaabe. Yeah. And that it's the was, heavy one. It was really heavy. Really fucking heavy. And then there was, uh, <laughs> by the time I got to, to, the, uh, to side B, like, I was laughing so hard that I was almost crying. Oh, that was uh, Emily's number. Well, yeah. babe, it's not me, it's you. Yeah. And she does an amazing job on there. And... Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. It's fucking hilarious, and it's and then and then you, ooh, maybe I don't want to spoil that, but uh, I just uh, I was gonna say how it it's tied together in a way, but I don't know how much I wanna. Oh, I don't want to spoil. Things. I think it, it's safe. I it, think that's cool. Okay, because I, just... I think we can talk about all everything pretty much, you know, because okay. the actual content, hearing the content and hearing the music part of it, that will remain a secret until you actually like buy the album. By the album, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's all good. We could talk about anything. Cool, yeah. It's six four six podcast. Anything goes. 
You got any more Baileys? Um, just yeah, kidding. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> we just have regular coffee it's, here. It's just coffee. Yeah, <laughs> it's too. At least for me, it's too relief for the booze. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really a big drinker. I like a little bit of. I like a very, 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 very small amount of pot. But uh, even that, um, it, it doesn't take much before I'm too far down the rabbit hole and start freaking out. So, oh, yeah. a, uh, I don't know. I don't deal so well with the substances. I'm, I'm such a lightweight when it comes to all that shit. It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's too easy to get really fucked up and then freak out. So Not often for me these days because yeah. driving everywhere mostly. So Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Party time's got to go on the back burner, eh? Maybe if it's like downtown Peterborough and uh, <laughs> walking, you know, <laughs> shit gets weird. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, taking it easy these days, driving yeah. everywhere. So yeah, that's yeah, the responsible thing to do, man. So I'm curious, how did you first? Because you, you, we were when we were kind of talking earlier. You said that you started on guitar. Yep. What What got you even initially into that in the first place? Um, when I was 14, I got a guitar, an acoustic guitar from the Sears catalog. It was about a hundred bucks, something oh, like that. Cool. I think my mom or my grandmother got it for me. Okay. Uh, and I was never really into it, music. Really? Until I, my first concert was, uh, the dead. Well, the grateful dead, but they're called the dead. Yeah. That was in 2004 and I saw a concert in Buffalo and. Wow. And that's what did it, eh? And you were like, I need a guitar now. Yeah. Yeah. First time. Uh, a bunch of stuff first big concert like that right first time getting booze and stuff like that you know? <laughs> right on right you know? on yeah yeah man so how old would you have been when that 14 when just you saw the show or 13 or 14 right something on. like that just nice. turned 14 i think nice warren haynes was on uh, replacing jerry that day oh cool guitars for government mule allen brothers band right 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 that's awesome so yeah. I, I seen the live show and i was like this is this is fucking awesome <laughs> and then just kind of got into music slowly but surely the first song I remember I tried to learn on guitar was uh, Morning Dew okay that's a traditional number I forget who composed it but uh, it's on the Dead's first album The Grateful Dead oh cool okay. and that was I remember clearly that's the first song I was learning and it was the D chord and I was kind of having trouble with it and yeah right and then it just all kind of sprung up from there were you are you completely up until you went to school were you completely self-taught or uh, i took lessons on the side okay cool um some guitar lessons in montreal some yeah. in manawaki okay and yeah i remember finishing high school and just being pushed to go it doesn't matter what you want to do just go to college you know right and yeah. i was like well music because i don't know what else i would really want to do anyways and for sure yeah uh, cool What's i ended up liking it it was a classical music program I was all listening to Grateful Dead, Led Zeppelin, um, Jimi Hendrix, you know. Yeah. I was really into that, and I was playing that on guitar. And I got a violin bow before I got a violin to, you know, put it on the Gibson Les Paul. Yep. Just yep. like Jimmy Page and Days yeah. of Confused. Song remains right. the same style. Yeah, man. Yeah. Bam, bam. Exactly. Right. That's solo I was starting to learn. Nice. I got most of it down, the bow part. Yep. Mainly the hits. Dun, dun. That's yeah. wicked. That's wicked, man. Yeah. Cool, cool. So how how was it was it a three year or four year program or three years at Cambrian College in Sudbury. Oh cool. Three years at Queen's University in Kingston. Oh damn sir. So yeah. you got like six years of uh six years of post secondary in music. So far. So far. Oh yeah. are you thinking about going I back? was actually this year I was planning to go back for uh, a masters in 
I really wanted composition, but now I was kind of leaning towards performance the last year or so. Sure. It was a choice between that and uh, making this album. Uh. And ultimately, I was like, you know what? If I do like, uh, if I do die or something like that soon, I want this album out now. Right. So, are you? So are you like approaching the twenty-seven? Uh, the age of 27 and that's what was maybe thinking if I die I should get this done oh no, no? that was uh, I was already 28 when I was thinking of that oh okay <laughs> <laughs> well you beat the 27 club then so that's oh, good have I I look 20 no, no I'm 29 oh okay yeah no I just mean like all the all those artists that died at 27 like they're the 27 club I heard about that yeah yeah like Janis Joplin and Kurt Cobain and all the Hendrix good ones, <laughs> all those awesome players that uh, unfortunately yeah. didn't quite make it past that age bracket. So I don't know. That's that's wicked though. I'm 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 really uh, I'm really digging it, and it's cool that you're now in in town. There's a lot of there's a lot of really wicked players in the area, and we were actually talking about how you're you're starting to uh, get a, a group assembled and stuff. And do you have like? Um, uh, tour plans at all yet or is it just like getting the band together first getting the band together we started rehearsals once it's all like good and i'm like yes this is it's all good like all the originals obviously Mm -hmm. but uh working on some covers too but once it's all good and and like you know two sets of that yep then Then the planning begins i have been doing some solo stuff too now and then yeah because you did a a we thursdays uh concert series yeah yeah uh that was was that in July, July 16 or something like that? Yeah. And then two days after that, I think we started the album recording. And it was a week straight, seven days at uh, James McKenty. Right. That's studio. A, yeah, that's a fun place to go. I, lo- I love it. It is. There. I had a great time, man. The whole process was fun. Nice. All of the recording. After, I think, the fourth or fifth day, that's when I started to get just go home after the session and just sleep, you know? Yeah. Just tired. Yeah, yeah. Mentally, it's draining after a while. Yeah. It was fun, though. Like, good times. Yeah, yeah. Recording is a blast, but I, I know what you mean. It does kind of... My brain always felt spongy at the end of the day, you know what I mean? It's well, like you're done, you're like, uh... Seven days in a row, you know, in the middle of that. Yeah, that's a lot. Like the first, like, three or four, I was like, all right, I'm ready for the next one. Let's go tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And then it's like, okay, get to sleep, and then tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and and uh, some of the some of the material that uh, was on that record you'd had for quite a while. Yeah, like uh, mentioning the first track is Nishinabe. That's the oldest track on the record. I think it's the second song I've ever wrote. I was wow. 16 at the time. That was 13 years ago now. So there's some songs that are written like 13 years ago. Love Number Two is another 13 year old song. Yeah. On the album, uh, a new one, uh, Babe, it's not me, it's you. That's a new one. I wrote that on my birthday this year, actually. Oh, wow. June 4th. What a great present to yourself. That song is hysterically funny. Yeah, I got up in the morning, had a coffee, pen and paper, or pencil and paper. I think I used both, actually. Yeah? Pen and pencil. Do you have a a preference for for when you're writing, physically? Physically, paper. uh, It doesn't really matter if it's pen or pencil. Actually, pencil, because you could erase stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I love the feel of a gel pen. I don't know, just that flow. You know what I mean? Um, it just, I don't know. But that's cool. Do you do you have like a specific process for your writing, or is it just kind of like, because um, some people are like, 
always music first and some people are lyrics first or do you just it's all the different songs well just going off the album alone yeah sure. uh, they're all written in different ways yeah like Anishinaabe I remember that day it was um, it was summer I don't know the exact time and date and all that but it was like it must have been around noonish. it was summertime uh, the sun was out um, someone was like oh Keith you should write something right now and that's literally what happened. And I'm like, okay, the guitar was in the room. So it was a piece of paper and a pencil. Wow, really? Somebody so just the TV was just going on and someone was like, I think they turned off the TV and it's like, yeah, you should, you should write something right now. It's like, oh, I'll give it a shot, whatever. And then I just um, sat down with the guitar and then the first chord, you know, the melody came at the same time. Wow. And that's the only time that ever happened to me when I wrote something. Like I played the chords, the A chord, the D chord, and then the um, melody for Nishnabe just happened at the same time as I was changing the chords and I didn't even really think about it. Wow. And that's a rare thing. Like I'm always trying to recapture that same thing because yeah, yeah it's a good track. It's a good melody, I think. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's the, the only time that ever happened to me. That's a hell of a dragon. To melody choose. and chords at the same time. Yeah. And then once I had the melody and chords, I wrote the lyrics as if I'm just talking I live on a reservation I'm part of the Algonquin Nation why do things seem so very wrong and it just kind of flowed out right and there was no pauses when I was writing that wow that's all so it was all like that's how that was written all of it came together at the same time the, the harmony the melody and the lyrics right after I came up with the melody and the harmony that's amazing that's so rare for, at least for almost every writer I know, including myself, to have something just spill out basically in a one shot. That is super rare. That's awesome. That's a good feel. That's a hell of a dragon to chase, eh? And you're like, I gotta get that again. Well, seeing as we just talked about it, yeah, I'll get the guitar and yeah, do that. Yeah, over. do it up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So this is the song we were just talking about, Nishinabe. Yeah. And I wrote it on guitar. And um, the album version, it's actually a piano and voice, but here's the original way. All right, cool. Would you rather that stool than the... Yeah. All right. it up wise see if I can put that a little more towards does the that camera have a mic on it it does yeah I can just or there we go yeah. so just a little side note too about this song like I was just saying but um, the first half was written the first half was written just like that really a matter of one or two minutes something like that yeah. Then I put it on the shelf for, I don't know, three, four years. Right. Didn't even touch it. Never played it to anyone or nothing. And then after three or four years, I came up with the, uh, the next half for the lyrics. Oh, cool. And that just flowed out. When it did flow out, it took three or four years. <laughs> I, I was never working on it like that, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, hey, I think I found something just popped in my head for the other half. And then, bloop, done. That's awesome. And I have a bunch of things like that where it was... Um, Years after, I just put ideas or lyrics or riffs on a shelf and they came back. Nice. But yeah, this is Anishinaabe. Okay. 
So, the oldest song on the album. That's a great tune, man. That's the opening track. That is heavy. Adventure Keith White Duck. Yeah. Aiming to be released November, mid-November, give or take a week. Right on. Right on, right on. And that's, uh, as uh, we were saying, writing-wise, that's a rare one. Yeah, for sure. Because it all came together at the same time. (laughs) Melody, harmony, half the lyrics... And then the other half of the lyrics, three or four years later, right after it was just sitting on a shelf for that amount of time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's a great tune, man. It's uh, it's pretty intense. <laughs> other songs like "Enter Keith White Tech, which is the name of the album, but also the a track. It's the instrumental piano. Yeah, 
that was written as I was saying earlier. Um, I was practicing for seven or eight hours, one of those sessions, one of those long sessions, and then at the end of that session, I kind of got frustrated with the whole practice routine, doing the same old scales and whatever else, you know, chords and all that, and then I just decided, I'm going to make something right now, because I'm angry, <laughs> and I have all this full throttle back when I used to chug energy drinks in school. And oh, shit. So I just, uh, three or four hours after that eight-hour practice session, I started... Um, I didn't write, but I just kind of played and memorized it all at the same time. Right. The Enter Keith White Dyke, and that's how that was written. That's wild. It's That's a cool piece. Three man. or four hours at the piano after an eight-hour practice session. Yeah. And I was just kind of angry. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> What's another one? Uh, Nibi. Oh, yeah. It was just that's... lyrics. That was a poem. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You were saying that earlier. That's that's really cool. So I just wrote the lyrics for that one first. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you have an idea that you wanted to eventually turn it into a full song, or was it initially just meant to be a poem originally? Or? Just a poem. I didn't intend it to uh, have music. Right. I have a couple of words and poems that I have that I don't intend on showing anyone. Oh. Nibi was one of those. Wow. But... Uh, was it? I think about a year ago. I came up with a guitar riff that would be Nabi, right. but it wasn't meant to go with those lyrics still. Okay. And then I came up with a, a section after that guitar riff, which would be the solo section of Nabi. Right, yeah. Something different, something uh, Middle Eastern kind of vibe to it, scale anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And that's the good thing about having things on the shelf and ideas and riffs and lyrics. You could just pull from it anytime you want. Yeah. Like I always know it's there and it does exist, you know, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. pull it out after. Yeah. Just having that, that big toolbox essentially. Yeah. And then you can just go, Oh, this, this will work. That kind of stuff is awesome. And it's fun to do. I love doing that kind of stuff. So that's, that's wicked. That was a lyric one first though. Yeah. It was the yeah, B yeah. poem. And then I had that other instrumental piece I was working on. It was going to be like an instrumental piece. And then as I was doing the guitar riff, I'm like, what if I put a melody on top of this? And then I, a kind of spoken word kind of yeah. poem fit perfectly on that, I thought. And Yeah, it's it, uh, it's a very powerful piece for sure. It's uh, It hits home when you listen to it. And uh, yeah. Now, Nabi, for those of you who don't know, that means water in Algonquin. I am Algonquin, I am Anishinaabe. Anishinaabe is Algonquin in Algonquin. Nabi is water in Algonquin. Yeah. And, you know, water is life. We're like 80-something percent water. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. Without water, we wouldn't have coffee, and that's just wrong. <laughs> or tea, for that matter. Yeah, yeah, if, you're, if you are a tea drinker, then it would be very important, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm glad... Uh, Listen to the whole album right before the podcast, and now we're just chatting away, but as if it's already out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not yet. That's <laughs> not yet. But that's why you should buy it because then you could join in on this podcast. Yeah, you'll know exactly what we're talking about, and we uh, it won't seem so much like things are being spoken in code. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll get it. They'll buy it. Oh yeah, I hope so. I hope they do threefold. Buy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy it three times. Three yeah. Times. You know, because Christmas isn't that far away, especially after the release in November. If uh, especially for those last-minute shoppers, you need something, pick up a CD. There you go. And yeah. You can give it to friends and family. Yeah. 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, um, I really like the uh, how broad spectrum the genres are too, because there's straight up classical sounding stuff like classical every, piano. Yeah, classical I guess piano. that could be considered neoclassical. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, or I don't know, impressionistic even neo impressionism. <laughs> For those of you who don't like to put the label classical on. Anything that's... Oh, I apologize. No, no, not you. <laughs> I don't mind, personally. Like, sure. I would call an instrumental piece a song, you know, but yeah. that irks some people. <laughs> not me, but... Sure. Enter Keith White Duck is a song, ladies and gentlemen. It is. There are words, I'm just not saying them <laughs> in the recording. <laughs> it's a great tune, man, and it, you shred the hell out of that thing, and it's it's such a different style from, say, uh, uh, um, oh, shoot. What's the uh, what's the title of the country song we listened to? Love number two. That's it. Okay, it was love number two. Okay. Which is number track number three. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to mess with people. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's and and that's a perfect country song, which I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I said that right after we finished listening to it. I'm like, that's a perfect country song. Yeah, that song in particular, I knew it was country. I knew it was gonna be like Hank Williams style, you know. Yeah. There's no booze or pickup trucks in this song. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's old style, like could be from the 50s grand Ole opry kind of thing yeah 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 and um i thought of sam weber right away to sing that lead part because uh, i listened to the album and checked out the dvd when christmas falls on peterborough right and i, I believe it was a song daddy had too much eggnog <laughs> that sam does a really good job in that kind of spoken word country thing yeah he could also belt it out too but that's kind of what got me and i thought of him uh before that song in particular right yeah and then he did it. Yeah. And that's good. And a great job. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a, And, like, there's, like, all these, like, great little touches in there that it's, like, fuck yeah. Like, um, there was a moment where uh, something about a tear in her eye. And, yeah. And the little, the chime of some kind. I, I don't know if it was a triangle or a symbol. Or that was the lap steel at that particular part you're talking about. Oh, and was it really? And then... Shortly after that, there's a harmonica going. Okay, because I'm, I'm trying. Inside, to... inside stuff. Yeah, <laughs> there was a point that it, it sounded like um, it sounded like a type of percussion, but I could be wrong. But when it's like um, a tear in her eye, and it's like yeah, that's uh, lap steel. Is it really? Yeah. Wow, wow, cool. But it, it holds just... it there, then it slowly bends. Oh, okay, and it's it's great though, and it's like oh man, what a perfect placement for that. It's just so much of it feels so well thought out, like very little feels like a happy accident you know and what i mean love number two that's another one the lyrics came first oh really i didn't even know it was gonna be country at all or nothing until i think a couple years ago oh wow that's cool and then so then what happened did you have like did you just decide that it was going to be a country song and then write the music for it from there or did you have <clears throat> pardon me or did you have like kind of like some some parts for a country tune, and they go, "Oh, damn, this could be one thing." Or how did how did that? It's slow. I didn't really. It's weird, funny. I didn't really think about it, but uh, it kind of evolved into that, and it just kind of fell into place as a country song. Like okay. I was playing uh, some country lyrics, uh, chords, well, you know, G C D, good yeah. old G C D, and yeah. but that strumming waltz kind of feel to it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I have these words. I always have extra words and extra riffs in the that I'm not using even right now I have a bunch of words and riffs that I'm not using yeah, yeah but maybe yeah. in the future yeah, yeah it's and that one. just fell into place as I was playing this kind of 
slow waltz country like feel right and I'm like oh, i'll try these words that i have because they're always there right in my head right and, for sure do you demo that stuff a lot too like just so you don't know no you just hold it all up in the vault actually. usually wow that's wild wow. i just started actually writing the sheet music to enter keith white talk too oh really the first page is done nice that's awesome so are you gonna are you gonna do something with the transcription do you think or maybe well i thought about handwriting um transcriptions and selling them oh cool wow. i might do that that'd be neat now, do you i think- wouldn't want to put it in a published volume i mean i would be open to that idea right but i like the idea more of selling the handwritten transcriptions and selling them like that right you could up the price but also it's handwritten stuff from the composer i mean how many people do that right yeah so that's an idea i have that's cool that's very cool man i don't have the best handwriting but i do take my time when i do write the sheet music so sure it'll be legible that's for sure nice yeah that's that's a really that's one cool with way. a lot of notes so <laughs> <laughs> might be a little pricier but <laughs> i mean it's from the composer come on yeah that's yeah don't be so stingy <laughs> that's a cool idea man that's a really cool idea and like some people would probably even pay to have that just as like like an art piece almost it is art well well yeah sorry but i mean like like something to they would be like framed and put on a wall as opposed to you know someone taking i agree it is art i agree <laughs> sorry but um, oh no no like a taken. like a like a visual art piece you know like as opposed to someone like buying going, oh sweet i'm gonna learn how to play this from the from the transcription. You could also do that too. You could. You can't do that with a can of soup. You can't play a can of soup, can you? <laughs> no, but with Enterkeys White Tech, put it on your wall, put it on the piano stand, bam. Damn. Take that, Warhol. Yeah. <laughs> Kill two birds, get stoned. <laughs> Something like that, huh? Yeah. I forget how the saying goes. Oh, but. that's hilarious. Oh my god. Oh, shit. But uh, another piece, like you say right, I say left. Yeah. That's one case where the music came first. Okay. And the lyrics came after. Cool. So pr- almost all the songs on this album came about in different ways. Yeah. And cool. I don't, um, sometimes I'll sit down and be like, I have to write lyrics now, or I have to write music now. That does happen too. Sure. But most of the pieces came about in different ways on the album. Like yeah. you say right, I say left. Yeah. Music first. Chords first, riff first, you know. Right on. Now, did that come from sitting down and going, I'm going to write a musical piece, or were you just kind of noodling and something cool came out, or? I'm trying to think for that one in particular. I think, uh, you say right, I say left. It was like Entry Keith Whitech. I was practicing, and I was just like, I just need to do something different, so I'll just try to come up with something, and I came up with that. Mm. That's a cool piece, man. I dig it. It's a very... uh, a lot, it's a lot more uh, rock and roll next to some of the other uh, it is. tunes that uh, come before it. It's, it's a really cool shift in, in, in the feel of everything. And it has that different voice, too. I got Ryan Weber on the lead vocal there, and he did yeah. a great job. Yeah. And I wasn't planning on that. Um, I think I asked him the day before or something we recorded it. Oh, wow. And the guy, you want to do lead on this? He's like, yeah, sure, man. And then did it, knocked yeah. it out of the park. Yeah, it sounds great. That's that's really cool. I like the idea that you're, uh, like you're getting like all kinds of not only guest instrumentalists but guest lead vocalists as well. I think that's a really cool idea. Um, it just gives a, you know, it gives more layers for the listening. 
you know? Yeah, well, it's part of the whole idea of the variety, I think, too. Sure, yeah. Like, I love variety, and I listen to variety. Listen to, you know, Mozart, and maybe um, after that, I'll listen to some Weber Brothers and Emily Burgess. (laughs) Right on. Then followed by Beethoven. Yeah, sure. Why not, right? Like, I I feel like a lot of um, maybe... Oh, I don't know how to say this nicely, but like people that maybe don't necessarily play a whole lot or anybody that gets really like locked into one genre, I feel like they're missing out. Well, if they're enjoying it, that's not a bad thing, but at the same time, a lot of it's a matter of exposure, I think. Yep. Like I never listened to classical music uh, growing up at all. Right. And I went to that music program. I didn't even know it said classical music program. I thought it was just a regular music program. Like, yeah, I'm going to jam on some Jimi Hendrix when I get to school and it's going to be cool. (laughs) And uh, first year I was a classical guitar major and started from scratch because it's a whole different technique. Right. I got lessons, guitar, classical guitar lessons just on um, filing the nails. You know what I mean? Wow. Stuff like that. And I enjoyed it. Sure. But I seen my first uh, classical piano concert and that's what got me into piano. So I switched to piano major in my second year. Right. I remember it too. It was um, my soon-to-be teacher, Dr. Charlene Biggs. She was playing a piano duet, two grand pianos. Her and I forget the other one's name, but she was from across the sea somewhere. And they did Debussy's Blanquette Noir. I think it's like half an hour or 40 minutes of piano music, double piano music. And it blew my mind, some of that stuff. Yeah, sure. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And then I'm doing it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's so cool. I mean, it's, it's so, so it was like a fire, you know. Just yeah, just it lit, lit oh, that concert. Sometimes it just takes a concert, you know. Yeah, oh, seeing absolutely. the dead. I'm like, okay, now I like music. Now I kind of want to play music. Yeah, seeing um, the Debussy's Blanket Noir live first classical um, chamber music with piano. Right. I was like, I want to do this now too. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. No, that's wicked, man. Like, I mean, uh, inspiration can be taken from, from anywhere and everywhere. And it's, you know, usually somewhat unexpected to, you know, get hit with something and go, oh, whoa. Sometimes literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear that uh, while we're on the subject of songwriting and stuff, Jack White, I hear that he mainly writes songs when he's angry. Really? Huh, that makes sense. Maybe not all of them, but I, I heard that interview. He's like, I, I find I write best when I'm angry. <laughs> like, interesting. Huh, that's it's not a bad idea. I mean, it'd be very cathartic, you know, or at least I, I find that writing can be, you know, really good to uh, a, a good venting, a good release, you know, you just get all kinds of shit out. You're like, oh, wow, I feel better now. <laughs> Or at least a little yeah. better. If not, you know, might not fix the situation, but at least it's not all bottled up in the in the dome anymore. You can get that shit out a little. Yeah. So, I don't know if... Uh, do you find that much that, like, writing about, like, I don't know, whatever, at least gets some release? I never really used writing as an outlet. Uh, oh, okay. Exception of Enter Keith Whitech, I think. Right. When I was angry. Sure. And... I think that's the only one, really one where I was like, I just got to write something. Oh, and I was kind of angry. Sure. But uh, and not for an outlet. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just, that that one was for an outlet. Sure. So I guess it's not true. But 
<laughs> Mostly not for an outlet. Oh, wow. Cool. But I see how it can be. Playing music in general, though, is an outlet, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do you ever, like, if you've ever gone, like, too long without playing, do you, like, ever, like get kind of... I miss the piano. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel, like, weird and fidgety and stuff, or if you if you haven't played in long enough, or not really? I feel like I, <laughs> after a day or so, I'm like, oh, I should... I should really play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. My, <sighs> not always at the piano, you know, like, uh, sometimes I'm away from it and yeah, I miss the piano. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. When my wife and I were it's the, like really the only vacation we've ever taken, um, uh, I just, I didn't have a guitar with me and it was, I don't know, it was like five or six days. Where was this vacation? Uh, we were in Greece. Oh, yeah, you don't want they break guitars, man, the airlines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't want to take anything on the plane. And, That's a good uh, reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I didn't even really think, it, it was It was like a belated, honey, like way belated honeymoon, like six years. <laughs> but uh, we were over there and it was like, I don't know, like day five or something. I was like, my hands hurt. I was like, holy shit, I need to, and luckily she... Uh, she Google mapped a, a, a guitar shop. And I think physically too, it's like muscle memory, right? Yeah. Like your fingers are, why isn't it doing this? Yeah, it your wants. body is physic has its own mind almost or. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, just you do it for long enough. And your, your, your body just wants to make those movements. We're creatures so, of habit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, Amber was nice enough to Google map a, a guitar shop and I went and, uh, just hung out in there for a couple hours and, uh, I actually brought home a, a gitalele, which was a gitalele. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a guitar, but about the size of a uke, and it's tuned to A standard instead of E standard. So it's it's basically like if you put a capo on the fifth fret of a guitar. Okay, cool. The tuning, yeah, it's a cool. Little Wait, thing. it's just in the other. What do you say, cap, capo? A capo. What is that? Uh, what what is a capo? Capo or capo? I don't know. Uh, hang on. Never heard of that before. <laughs> no, just kidding. You don't have to get or yeah. Show the audience what is a capo, cap capo. I say capo. capo. Oh, shit. Oh. I, I say capo, but he says capo. I said yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably pronouncing that. I really didn't realize you were fucking with me. It's <laughs> 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 like that can't. There's no way he doesn't know what this is. No, honestly but. though, I've used the capo for the first time, like maybe two, three times in my life. Yep. Yep. And I uh. One time at the Black Horse uh, a couple weeks ago, I was using, I think, Lance's guitar, Lance Isaacs. Yep. Who was on episode number... Anyways, he was on this podcast, 646. Yeah, he was. 30... But I just three? totally was wasn't used to it, and it threw me off. Yeah, they feel weird, right? Yeah, if you don't use them, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I actually just started using a capo, I guess, about a year ago. And uh, even with that, it's a, it's really rare. I have one, I've written one song that actually utilizes it, and it was uh, it was really just so I could get certain voicings because without the capo, it just you get all kinds of weird open strings and it sounds like shit. <laughs> so I was like, eh, these voicings are basically physically impossible uh, without it. So I guess that's the main purpose. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That or if you know, people just. Some people can't be bothered to learn a bar chord. And that bugs me. <laughs> but I'm a snob, so. Uh. <laughs> well, you you uh, studied jazz, was I, it you said? Yeah, yeah, at, uh, at Mohawk. 
Where's that? Uh, it's in Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, I um because I couldn't I couldn't read cheap music and my theory was dog shit, so I couldn't get into Humber. So <laughs> so I uh, I started in the the prep program at Mohawk and uh, I just I loved it there. So I just I imagine you did stay. you know a bunch of theory now. It's, it's not bad. Like it's, it could be better, but I mean, I could always be better. But I mean, jazz in general, like it's classical musicians and jazz musicians. There's a lot of similarities, but obviously the main one is I think the sheet music. But they still also both know theory. I think like to yeah. improvise and all that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I almost think more numerically about a lot of stuff now than um, than alphabetically. I don't know. If that, that makes sense for transposing and all that. Yeah, it's just it's so much faster, it's so much easier, and I don't know. Uh, it's funny. I I was a dog shit student for elementary and high school, like just piss poor grades and specifically i hated math until i realized that everything is math. everything is math <laughs> pretty much yeah and the, the gateway the gateway drug to math was was actually music and and starting to learn the music theory and stuff and i was like oh damn this is why i need to know numbers yeah it's like apparently math is fucking awesome <laughs> so if you apply it to music yeah, yeah. and then and then it makes it easier to apply it to other things in life. And you're like, oh, this is all actually really cool. And uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Now the, the theory's okay now. I mean, it, it, it probably should be better than it is. But, I mean, I feel that way about every aspect of my playing that, you know. Well, I think we're always <laughs> working towards more. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm still practicing. I'm still learning, you know. And I think everyone else is, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think those that are, those that strive to be better are. Like I'm not the greatest reader of sheet music either. Sure. I can read. Yep. Like um, I'm learning Chopin pieces and all that on the piano. It does take me longer, but uh, sure. if I really like the piece, then just put the time in, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. I'm. I would much rather just use my ears than than sight read. But if I have to, I do. So. <laughs> uh, I actually I uh, I don't know a whole hell of a lot about classical. I have to uh, just. Well, I have no choice but to be honest about that because it'd be really easy to catch me in a lie. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, test that theory soon. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. I just... I'll yeah. be back. All right. <laughs> After these messages. Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> How you doing, Chucky? Oh, it's so funny. Keith brought this thing in. And uh, for the Halloween... Uh, <laughs> Halloween purposes because we are in mid-October now. I forgot this was in here when we were doing some listening. Scared the bejesus out of me when I came back down. It is so cool. This is like really, really a legit good guy doll. It's wicked. And for uh, just to endorse it even more, the the album is so good. It's the emotional journey that it'll take you on is pretty wild like it uh it's it's funny it's heavy duty you know it's there's you know like the political aspect the humanitarian aspect of of, of things it's uh i think it's it's an important record i really do i really believe that and uh people should listen to it so mid-november it's coming out so um Right around the time that this entire podcast comes out, like a couple weeks after, uh, not maybe not even a couple weeks, it might just be uh, like a week after 
this podcast comes out the album should be out so get your copy it's gonna be it's gonna be wicked great great album art on it and everything uh, so just gonna Sick. Hey, all right. All right, Chuck, you didn't Chuck, you didn't murder you yet? No, no, but I was talking about him a little bit, and then I was talking more about how people... You really said the should. last Chucky movie you saw was Seed. Seed, yeah. My favorite part in the movie, he's holding up the cup. What do I do with this? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest, I saw it once and I was wasted. Oh, so it's funny. I, I have very foggy memories of it. <laughs> I like it. Not many people like that one in particu- particular, but I... I yeah. like it. Right. One of my favorites was uh, part three, where he goes to the military base. Oh yeah, and um, he uh, when when the toy comes back to life, he's in some executive's office, and he strangles him with the yo-yo string. <laughs> he's like nothing like a. Strang- oh, at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, at the very very beginning. Nothing like a strangulation to get the, the circulation, circulation going. going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. man. Fucking a. I also really like the scene where he. Um, he slices the kid's Achilles tendon with the with the straight razor from under the bed. Oh yeah, that was that that stuck with me when I saw that. I was just like, <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> movie freaked me right out, but it was but it was also really funny. So, because when he uh, he finds the porn mag, he's like, oh Andy, how you've grown. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch some the ones you haven't seen. It's Halloween, so yeah, I, I really maybe should. I'll bring over. One or two sometime. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Do a do a horror movie marathon. I actually lent uh, my Chucky collection, all my Blu-rays, to Sam. Oh, right on. So I think he's checking that out right now. Nice. Oh, you have him on He's Blu-ray? a big fan, too, of the Is he? series. Yeah. Oh, nice. You got them all on Blu-ray? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he does now. I uh, lent it to him. Well, but... yes. Uh, I don't have a Blu-ray player, so I'll have to... Oh. I'll have to find it. I'm, I, uh, I'm running in the Dark Ages, man. I'm still DVD <laughs> style. Or, actually... For uh, a very large chunk of my music, uh, movie collection, rather, uh, I'm still running a VCR. Nice. <laughs> He's got the old tapes. You rewind and everything. I do. I am kind and I do rewind. Sad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing. Yeah. I don't know. That's, uh, yeah. Man, that thing is freaky. I was just talking about how it freaked me out. When I, I forgot it was down here when I came down to get my coffee cup to refill. <laughs> it's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah. yeah. I like that uh I like how you were talking about how you would, would you just left it in the box for a while and slowly started to open the box and then Yeah. Move him around the apartment to freak Lance out. <laughs> yeah. That is so fucking funny. I don't know if it's working. He's act, he's acting cool, so yeah. maybe it's not, but maybe it is. Who knows? Does it freak you out, Lance? Is it is it spooky or are you too cool for school? I just leave him in the house sometimes, <laughs> take him out of the box, put him in random places in the house. Sometimes it's not as obvious where he is, but the ones who do see him, man. he is walking around the house. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so, so, classical music. Yeah. Um, What's up? <laughs> very, very lit. I forgot we were doing that before you uh, took a break. Um, yeah, my classical knowledge is pathetic. I really probably should get into it more by the way if you are going to check some out mm. check out the sonata, sonata piano sonata pathetic pathetic or pathetic okay. i think is how you say it okay by beethoven okay cool i'll have to check that out that was one of my favorites that really got me into beethoven and just learning it okay cool 
Uh, yeah, actually, you know, it'd be sweet. Can you can you just like shoot me a list of stuff that I should check out? Okay. I mean, not right now. That's the Sonata in C minor, and I'll I'll give it to you after. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Because uh, I really I feel like I probably should expand my listening uh, into into that realm. Because I I just I really never have. I don't know why. I'm just getting into jazz, actually. Yeah. Who yeah. Who are you digging on right now? Uh, my favorite piano wise, Oscar Peterson. Okay, yeah. Him yeah. the Freedom, you know. Yeah. Night Train. Yeah, yeah. Awesome album. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, man. There's there's some serious monster players. I I mostly listen to like uh, it's probably uh, a little biased, but I listen to a lot of bass players. Those are like those are kind of my Jacko. Dudes. Yeah, and Jacko. He's the first was, one I think of. Top yeah, of my head. Yeah, Jacko was definitely the the intro. Uh, I got re- when I was in school, I was really into Charles Mangus. Uh, I'm actually that's uh, cool. I'm reading his autobiography right now. Oh no way! Halfway done it. That's wicked. I haven't read the autobiography, but I've listened to a fair amount of his stuff. Um, that's cool. Most mostly well stoned. <laughs> yeah, he has a crazy life, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll have to I'll have even to outside it. of music. He's just so interesting. That's wicked. When he wasn't playing, he was involved in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, getting up to mischief. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Troublemaker. I like it. Yeah. Uh, another guy I really dig is, um, and I don't know if I would necessarily go as far as to call it jazz necessarily, but uh, Victor Wooten is a guy that I like quite a bit. I don't know if you're familiar with the Wooten I'm family. Um, they are, the whole family, they're all incredible musicians. Um, have you ever heard of uh, Bela Fleck and the Flecktones? Yeah, I've seen them. Oh, okay. So uh, Victor Wooten is the bass player for that band. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, like big jack dude. And he's uh, always doing the... Like, seen him in 2009. Oh, nice. Ottawa. Nice. Yeah, they're wicked. I, uh, that would be That would be a hell of a show. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I like that guy quite a bit. I'm, uh, I, I, I need to go back to the book, but he, he wrote a book a while ago called the music lesson. And, um, I'm pretty sure it's fictional, <laughs> but, okay. uh, but, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty awesome. It's, it's like less of an instruction manual and more of like a story that deals with a lot of like philosophical ideas about music. So, so. it's like a dramatization of, uh, what, to music lesson should go or should be about or uh, so, mm, sure yeah ish ish like he there's a, a character named michael in it and you never really know if he's real or not oh and um he just appears in victor's house when victor was sleeping um and he wakes up and this guy is there to give him his music lesson and uh, it's uh, I don't want to say a whole hell of a lot about. It. I don't want to yeah. spoil anything, but um, you could say spoiler and then say whatever you want after. Oh uh, no, I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think what I'll do is I'll just uh, I'll I'll just say it's it's a great read and anybody that wants to check it out definitely should uh, because it's it's wicked. And if you if you are a fan of the of the Wooten clan, you'll probably love the book. And if you don't know the Wooten clan, you should definitely check them out because they're all top-notch players and check him out now including myself yeah check it keith <laughs> <laughs> oh I, th- I was thinking check out keith white duck because people should definitely do that yes yes <laughs> and uh and dawson oh yeah how do you uh, say your last name mcmanus mcmanus yeah. yeah okay uh 
I don't know if it's Irish or Scottish. It's, well, it's both. I think I'm one uh, sixteenth Scottish or Irish from my grandmother's side, so oh. I'm pretty much Scottish too. Yeah, there you that go. makes me Scottish. You know right what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sorry, my that was left-handed. Left-hand time. Okay. No, no. Oh. All right. All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> cool. Um, little fun fact that eh, a bunch of people just heard for the first time. Go. Got some Scottish in me, nice. and or Irish. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> basically the same thing, right? Yeah. That probably pissed a lot of people off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah. Fuck you, it's not the same. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but yeah, there's um, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's a tune that we were talking about earlier, too. Um, that uh, We're going to uh, make like a, a, a trailer out of like a, like a commercial or a, an exclusive posting. Oh, are those going on Chucky? <laughs> Oh yeah, I know the tune. Don't sell the land. Don't sell the land. Yeah, there we go. Um, that uh, uh, also is maybe uh, coming out because uh, it's going to go up later today. The Keith uh, Whitek original. It's on Enter Keith Whitek album. It's track number four. It's called "Don't Sell the Land," and it's about um, well, I think the title speaks for itself. Right. When I was writing down, I wrote "Don't Sell the Land," and then everything else followed from that one idea. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes an idea is all you need. Oh, yeah. And then stuff grows from that, like a tree. Yeah. It's a great root or seed to continue from I think that. it was a root. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess it was a seed, then a root, and then, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was It was the root note. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't Settle Land is a root yeah. of all the lyrics. Yeah. It's a, that's a great tune. And uh, I think uh, maybe an important message to, to be coming out. Uh, for this time of year. Yeah, it's a new one too. I wrote that I think a month before we recorded the album. Yeah, and that's one of those where I told myself like, okay, the album's coming out. I, I want to do "Don't Sell the Land." I just have the idea right now, mm-hmm. but I just kicked myself in the ass and like, okay, you're writing the lyrics now. And then I sat down. I wrote that one on the computer, the lyrics, Microsoft Word. But uh, I forced myself to do that one, and I yeah. finished it because before I think I had one verse and I had just the chorus, "Don't Sell the Land." Oh, wow. And then if you listen to it, it's like, if you do, then something, something. And the something's always changed throughout the whole song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then at the very end, it's like, if you do, and then it leaves a blank. So you kind of fill in the blank as the listener. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. So that was one where I forced myself just to sit down and finish this thing and write it. So Nice. Yeah, I really, I really, really, really dig it. Um, would you, Would you want to play that one? Maybe. Okay. Is that a, is <laughs> I just it? always randomly look at the <laughs> camera for some reason now and then. Yeah, <laughs> just, no, it's cool. Yeah, man. I, yeah, yeah. I do that every once in a while too. I try. I've been trying more lately to not, unless I'm. Why not the? I don't know. Just because I want to. Sure. I want to look at the person I'm talking to. But you also know that there is technically an audience. Maybe not right now, but they will be watching. They, so. I hope so. Now please, and then. Please watch this. <laughs> <laughs> they are participant. Yeah. By yeah. watching, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, don't sell the land. Yeah, is it uh, is that guitar or piano? Do we need to relocate, or are we good here? Nah, guitar. Guitar. Okay, awesome. Don't sell the land. Track number four. Yeah, four. Track number four on Andrew Keith White Duck, coming out in November.
script on the desk. <laughs> Throwing shirts around. <laughs> so this is a new one, and there's a couple songs when I played at the Weber Brothers concert series We on Thursdays when I did mine. There's a couple of them that I had to have the lyrics and paper on stage with me. Right. That's how fresh it was. Wow. I was just like, okay. I have it down, I think, now. I think. Okay. Most of the time, I can remember it. It's funny, though. It wasn't that long ago, really. July. So this is called Don't Sell the Land. Think about hell, 
It's not just for me or for you or for them. This is for everyone. Yeah, man. That is a slick tune. Really nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, that that's a very poignant tune, especially coming uh, with, uh, with the video that I'm going to post later today that's going to be coming out just in time for, uh, for elections. So yeah, something for people to think about maybe. I think in general, with, with the album, but also certain songs in particular, like that one, mm-hmm. just want people to think. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is a very thoughtful and thought-provoking album. So, like the opening track in Ishinabe, I put an extra space at the end before that. Uh, it comes back and finishes with the A minor chord at the very end, right? Because I wanted people to think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, you know, it's like we almost died, and then. Phew, the five seven chord slowly fades out. Then once it reaches zero, then it starts again with the the main riff and then reverse tears to Picardy. Instead of going to the major, it goes to the minor mode at the very last chord. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's nice. The opposite of sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> Storm clouds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's uh it's heavy duty stuff, man. I I really really appreciate it. I dig it, and uh, I appreciate you coming here to talk about it and to. Oh, thanks for having me on. And to give. I'm on six four six. This is technically the first podcast I've ever been on. Woo woo! Right, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right, cool. Uh, well, is uh, oh, you know what we should probably do quickly is just give a, a quick plug to all the guest artists that you had on on your record and give one more plug to uh, everybody that helped make it and then also give everybody uh, the social media stuff that they can find you on would be a good idea and then if there are any more upcoming show dates to plug as well would be good all right cool starting with the artists uh, right. Weber Brothers Productions thank you again <laughs> uh, Ryan Weber Sam Weber uh, Marcus Brown, Emily Burgess, Jim Usher, Saskia Tompkins. I should say what they play. Okay. <laughs> Emily Burgess on vocals. <laughs> Forgot that. <laughs> she does Baby It's Not Mutes You. That's a really good track. Oh, that man. song's yeah. hilarious. I love it. Ryan Weber on bass, Rain Stick, oh. and vocals. Cool. Uh, Sam Weber, guitars. Vocals, lap steel, a Lyle Ogic, harmonica, vocals, um, Saskia Tompkins, violin and viola, Jim Usher, flute, saxophone, tenor, I believe. Oh, I hope I'm not forgetting someone. Marcus Brown, Marcus Brown. percussion, vocal, Lance Isaacs, vocal. He does an amazing job. Like he's sprinkled throughout the album, and he does an amazing job in Nabi in particular. Yeah, it's very, very, very so very tight. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> cool. 
cool. Yeah, and James McKenty actually does a vocal track too. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Is it? He mixed it. He also mastered it, and he does a vocal track on Migraine. He's the one talking about apples. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a cool tune, man. I really like that. I like. Well, I like the whole album, but that one was. Uh, it was neat. It was. Uh, like there's just the sounds in it and the overlapping spoken stuff is really wild and the subliminal messages there's yeah. easter eggs too if you watch game of thrones and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man which i didn't catch you, you i'm and i'm glad you pointed it out to me so i could go back and listen to it and hear it and i was like oh shit yeah it's right there <laughs> which is awesome so i don't don't want to say any more about it because i don't want to spoil it but uh, while we're on it i think that's everyone on the album okay music awesome. wise and um yeah everyone okay 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 and I, while we're on the subject of migraine real fast why don't we just crack our knuckles in the microphones oh sure okay oh, yeah. oh. oh yes oh, oh yes <laughs> oh, oh those yeah. were dirty <laughs> i like that hang on i see you got one? Oh yes oh all right that's that all i got juicy. i think <laughs> So if you want, you could rewind and play that over and over again. That particular part. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, what, what's that shit called? A, a, ASM, ASMR, or whatever. Have you seen any of that? No. It's uh, people who are like they do like these weird sound effects into a into a microphone, and um, people say it helps them fall asleep. I'm convinced it's like a weird sex thing. I think I think it has to be, because like it'll be like people like. Oh. Doing that kind of thing and like. <laughs> well, I do that on the migraine. On the migraine yeah. Literally, this when you're smacking the lips close to the mic, like. <laughs> one, let's try that out. Let's try that out. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> the sniffing is so gross. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> we, me, Marcus, and Lance did that for uh, the track on migraine, and we couldn't hold it together. We tried to do it. I tried to do it. My original idea was to do it for the whole f- song. Yeah, yeah, but we we only lasted like twenty seconds, I think, and we had to stop. Yeah, but, just too much laughing. Yeah, I was like drooling, and spit was falling out. And <laughs> just getting really into character, you know. Yeah, that's and so funny. Going all the way. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I can't wait to to because when we listen to it, we just listen to it on the on the studio monitors. Yeah, I really want to go back and, and listen to it in the headphones and just like see what kind of panning effects. And oh, there will be. Yeah, there will be. You're yeah. gonna hear those details with earphones. Earphones are the best way to listen to music, I think. Oh, absolutely. There's like almost a ritual to it for me. You know, like put the headphones on, like usually dim the lights and like just get ready to you know go on an adventure there is so. things you, you'll hear it yeah yeah i love that kind of stuff like and i could hear it i could hear it on the on the monitors but you know, you know you get a much clearer picture in headphones i find so yeah I'm, uh, I'm i'm really looking forward to doing that so um thanks so much for coming out man this is this is great oh uh your social media and stuff keith danger white tech on facebook i there's a page called keith white tech on facebook too Okay. I should call it Keith Whitehead Music or something like that, but yeah, yeah. Keith Whitehead <laughs> and or Keith Danger Whitehead. Um, I literally just got started using Twitter after many many years okay. of being not active on it. Right. Okay. Is it the same sort of? Is it just at Keith Whitehead? At Keith Whitehead or at Keith Danger Whitehead? <laughs> okay. Cool. And you just got an Instagram. And Instagram. Recently. Same thing. I got that years ago. 
I've been inactive for many years and then I just just started to get into that again. Okay. So same thing. It's at either Keith Whitek or Keith Danger Whitek. Okay, cool. Uh, and any... there is, um, I have a YouTube. Uh, oh, great. I think it's Keith Danger Whitek or Keith Whitek. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do some searches and stuff and I'll, I'll, I'll put it all in the description bar. Yeah. For people to, to find. Um, and um, I am starting to do uh, every Sunday. Last Starting last week, I called it Acoustic Sundays. Posting an acoustic video on YouTube. Right on. For free. Yeah. For free. Yeah. That's, a, that's a steal of a deal. Yeah. yeah. So today, for example, I mean, this podcast is not going to come out for another two weeks or so. Yeah, probably. Probably a week or two. So today I'm going to do, I think, Don't Sell the Land. Because Election Day is tomorrow. Yep. For voting and all that. Yeah. 21st. Yeah. It is the 20th. Right. It is right now. October 20th. Yep. That's why Chucky's here. That's why he's here, man. It's it's Halloween. Yeah. And he's down. Yeah. And now his vision is good. So he Or it's can... bad if he doesn't need them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I need them. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say he can he can see more clearly to uh take people out. There we go. Uh, Holy crap. I see much better now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Kind of weird. <laughs> Everything's so clear. <laughs> it's like I just walked into a Blu-ray. <laughs> Coming from a VHS. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> With the warbles. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh man. Well, <laughs> well thank you so well, much for. for think I'll do this. one yeah. exit song. If that's cool. Yeah, of course. Also, uh, any upcoming shows? Um. Or yes. Excellent. When's that happen? Uh, I don't know if it's open to the public, but I'll tell you them anyways, and you can show up and see what happens. <laughs> I only got two that are planned right now. Okay. But more after, um, but right now, November 19th, Toronto, I think it's the Royal York. I really have to check my email on this. Okay. I just got that one, but okay. I think it's Royal Oak or York okay. Hotel, Toronto, downtown. Right. Another one in um, Shaw Center, Ottawa, December 5th. Damn, sir. I think that's, I don't know if that's open to the public, but come out and check it out anyway. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah, see what happens. Shaw Center, December 5th. Say Keith White Duck. I'm here to see Keith White Duck. Yeah. And I think that one's for the AFN, actually. Assembly of First Nation, and they're having a shindig oh, cool. holiday thing. Very cool. I awesome. did it last year, and it's um, kind of piano cocktail background. But I mean,. I do play like heavy Beethoven and Rachmaninoff stuff too. So, you know, they say background music. No, no, no. You're getting, you're getting C sharp minor chords and diminished chords loudly. Nice. You know, I do like a good old throw in those. Actually, I do. I love diminished chords and I maybe use them too much, but. Or not enough. Or it's either one or the other. Yeah. It's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I use them a lot for transitions because I think they're just they can go anywhere they can they <laughs> do anything with it it's great diminished chords I put that shit in every song Damn. it is the Frank's Red Hot of chords put that shit on everything I love Frank's Red Hot <laughs> right on <laughs> well maybe next time I come on here we'll get some ghost peppers and eat them eh, for yeah. fun yeah that'd be fun we'll, uh, we'll do a rip off of uh, Hot ones or whatever. Or what? Or, what's the hottest one? California Reaper. Oh, Carolina Reaper. Carolina. Oh man, yeah. Uh, All right, you want to shake on it? Do that next time. I come on here. 
I mean, who knows when the next time will come on here? It could all be right. a while. All right, all right, let's do it. Yeah. All okay, right. you so, on the camera. Oh no. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> That's gonna be the end of my day. <laughs> well, we'll have to do it at the end of the show, though. We can't. <laughs> we can't start with that because then the rest of the show would just be probably me puking and shitting. <laughs> and, and I don't think anybody wants to see that. Hey, now you just got at least more, half the crowd interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, what? <laughs> Normally people pay for that. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, oh my god, that's gonna be awful. Okay. Okay, it's on. Sweet, it's on. Order them and everything. Well, you know. Yeah. And then we'll. Oh, we should. We should. We should eat it and then try to jam after. It's gonna be a fucking disaster. Do it. Do it. Do it. Now, okay. Do we have to eat the whole thing? Yeah. Maybe not the the tip. You could break it off the. Uh, oh, the stem. Yeah, the stem. Okay, but like, not like seeds and all. I not, thought that's what the others do online. Yeah, what waters do? The the others who eat oh, that. Others, the others, yeah, yeah, they do, they do. See, I'm a wuss though. Me too. That's okay. why it's gonna be fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, this sounds. I think I like the idea of scary. hot sauce and stuff like that more than I actually like it, but. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't mind spicy food until it gets to the point where it fucking hurts. And then, then I, uh, I start to shy away, but I do like, you know, like I love, I love Indian food and I love, you know, well, I love all just about any food if it's done right. But I like foods that make me sweat, make my nose run a little, but I don't horseradish and just like a cleansing thing too, yeah, you know, yeah. clears up the sinus and yeah. good for this time of year, you know, everyone getting sick and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good old cayenne pepper. Yeah, nah. that doesn't kill the sickness, nah. you know. Then go to the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> or if, if you're in desperation and you've been sick for weeks and weeks and it's heavy, headaches and everything, maybe just try drinking a lot of booze and just, you know. See what happens It there. might make you sicker, but it'll attack the thing at the same time, maybe. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, all right, uh, you're coming down with me then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, you said you wanted to do a closing tune. Eng. Uh, all right, cool. Did Which you, one do you think I should do? I, what, Any I requests think, off I, the album? I think you should do whatever makes you happy. Don't be that bad. <laughs> no, I think that's called a different title. Anyways. Okay. Babe, it's not me, it's you. Right on, right on. That one's hilarious. As it was originally intended, because it's a duet on the album with Emily, but uh, originally it's just going to be solo. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, little inside information it was going to be solo me doing it and then the day before i think it was the day before i recorded it we recorded it it's um i gave emily the lyrics i'm like you should try this and i wanted her to do the whole thing right and then we both did both tracks of both our voices single and then put them together after a while and yeah now to do it yeah it but here's the single version all right here we go what track number eight okay Cool. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> baby, it's not me, it's you. Track number Babe. Eight. Babe. Not baby. Sorry. Babe. Babe, it's yeah. not me, it's you. Probably track number eight. On I think Enter it's, I think Keith, it's eight. On Enter Keith White Duck. A little quick tunage. Mm. You can tell it's live. 
I want it to sound good for you folks. Not just a great musician, but also considerate. Dang. <laughs> Let's see if I remember all the lyrics. Another one where I, first time I played it in Peterborough, I had to have the lyrics on stage because I just didn't memorize them at that point. I think I know them now. Right on. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Here we go. Babe, it's not me, it's you. Because sometimes it is the other person. I mean, have you ever gotten farted on by your significant other or, you know, whatever else, you know? Sometimes you just got to rip that bandit off and be like, okay, you, gone, now. <laughs> it's the other person, you know? You're saying, you can't be like, oh, babe, you know, it's not you, it's me. Man. No, no, no. You got to tell them the truth. And they learn and they grow from that. So, babe, it's not me, it's you. And this is the shit you have to work on. <sighs>
it's you. Babe, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> Keith Danger White. It is the other one. <laughs> it is the other one. Oh my god. Keith Danger White Duck, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Check him out online. The album under Keith White Duck coming out in mid November. Enter Keith. <laughs> Do it now, Dawson. <laughs> That's the sign. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh my All right. god. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Bye, Dawson. Bye, Keith. Bye.